Hi, I'm Antonio Centeno, and you're listening to the Personal Image System Podcast. Welcome to the Personal Image System Podcast. I'm Antonio Centeno, your host and the founder of Real Men Real Style. In this show, my goal is to help you learn to leverage the science of style to create your command presence. This is a personal image that sends the signal of competence and trust and will help increase your earning power and attraction levels. All show notes can be found at realmenrealstyle.com along with hundreds of videos, articles, and infographics. How would you like to double your salary a year from now? It'd be pretty nice, right? Maybe quadruple it two years from now. And by the way, work less. I rarely run into someone who is gonna say, nope, I don't want that because let's face it, a lot of us work very hard for very little money. Money just flies right out and it, I'm not saying money is the most important thing in the world, but I am saying it solves a lot of problems. I have people write me all the time, what's your biggest problem with men's style and money, not having the money to buy what they want is oftentimes at the top of that list. So in today's podcast, I want to give you guys some tips on how to become a high paid expert with no degree. And by the way, I feel I'm very qualified to talk about this because I have no fashion degree. I have no style degree, yet I've helped over a hundred million men when it comes to style. And I've made quite a bit of money. I run a million dollar company uh, helping men do this. And it's something that I love. I enjoy. And it's something that I'm going to continue to do. And I'm actually kind of get to set my own hours, doing pretty well with it. And I want to share with you guys seven tips. I think if you take action on these, you are gonna be right on the path and you're gonna be able to do this, I think, relatively quickly. Now, if you want the show notes, they're gonna be over at realmenrealstyle.com forward slash episode 112. But let's go ahead and get right into this. So let me let me start this off just by saying, you don't have to ask to be successful. And if you are asking to be successful, you're it's gonna be a ways, a long time till you get there. No, what you do is if you want it, you go out and you get it. Now, a big part of that is you being honest and you have to do the work. You have to put your head down and make things happen. And I have seen so many smart people outsmart themselves and they just think they get caught in analysis paralysis while it's people that aren't very smart. And I don't mean this as a bad thing, but they just put their head down and they get the work done and they come out on top. So if you want to earn more money, by the way, you don't have to go back to college either to get that third degree, that fourth degree, because the only thing college guarantees, especially here in the United States, is student loan debt. There is no guarantee of success. There is no guarantee of a job. So what's the first tip? Tip number one, you need to specialize in solving burning problems. Very few people do this. And I'm talking probably 1% of people out there. If you ask them, what's your job? What do you do? Most people are going to give you a generic answer. I'm a lawyer. I'm a consultant. I work in IT. You know, I work over, you know, at that department store. I mean, very few people think about the problem that they solve. And if they happen to, most of them aren't solving a burning problem. Oh, I work in customer service and I answer phones. Or I, you know, I file paperwork and I, I'm, I'm someone's assistant. They don't think about it in the sense of truly the burning problem that they solve. And let me explain. So if you're going to tell somebody or if you're going to do work, you want to make sure 
that you are solving a burning problem. Most of everything out there is noise and it's busy work. It's things, and as a business owner, I know this because I'm always looking at the bottom line. I eat what I kill. And I know for me, I am always, one of the biggest frustrations I have is when people do work for me or I'm around people doing things and they're focused on the noise, which is going to bring no return. So if you're a writer, let's say you're a writer, you tell me you're a writer. I have no idea what to do with a writer. Yes, and we put out over 3,000 articles. I've got books out there. and I But what type of writer are you? Oh, I'm a copywriter. That right there, your value has probably increased by 10 because I can tell you that copywriting is a specialty and it's something that, yeah, that's really good, but what type of copywriter are you? And this is where you may say, I'm an email copywriter. That is even better. You now, from the initial writer, you are now a hundred times more attractive to me as, a, as an owner of a business, as someone that's into email marketing, because guess what? I'm on the market for hiring someone that specializes in email copywriting. Now, here's where you'll get me. I specialize in Infusionsoft email copywriting or let's just say smart email copywriting. What that means, if you're not familiar with a lot of these high-level email services, they actually use triggers. They use the basically actions that the person takes will trigger different responses in the system. And this requires a deeper level of thought in the copywriter because they realize that they can actually select people to get additional emails or to opt out of emails. And it goes into the writing. This type of writer, is rare. They charge a premium for it because what they do is they're solving a burning problem. Because as a business owner or as someone that's running a small company, I'm usually the only person that understands this concept. So to have someone that could come in and specialize in solving that burning problem, they're a specialist. And I trust them to do the work thoroughly and competently and see it to the end. That is key. So many people do work and yeah, they do it, but they're not truly accountable for it. It's not, it can't go downrange and it be done. And if you can specialize in solving that burning problem, you have got the biggest part of all of this solved. Again, 99% of people do not do this. Now, tip number two, never stop learning. So I think our college system is really screwed up because we go to school for four years and then it's like, okay, you're done. And the average person will reads what? Maybe one book a year? No. You, no, get to, I get through about 50 books a year. And the way I do this is I simply, I, I use Audible. I use a wide range of different audiobooks. I have books lying all over, all over the place. So they're easy to find. If I'm sitting in my truck, there's, you guarantee there's a book in there that I'm going to grab and just, you know, peruse through, make my way through. I don't fully read 50 books. I usually just get through pieces. I'm not afraid to abandon a book. I'm always listening to podcasts. Amazing, free, and it, you know, just something that so many people, I don't understand why they're not doing this. Um, I'm watching videos. I'm taking online courses. If you haven't been over to Skillshare, you want to check them out. I'm going to link to them in the show notes, which are going to be over at realmenrealstyle.com forward slash episode 112. But Skillshare, I love their courses. Just, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're not using those online courses, you're not going over to Audible. And I'm going to have links and discounts actually for both of those um, because in the videos, they were the sponsor. But if you use code, I think it's RMRS over at Skillshare, you can actually get a, uh, basically save a lot of money on uh, when you get like the first two months for free, something like that. But uh, definitely check them out. I use them because I do feel that you've always got to be sharpening your sword. Tip number three, never stop practicing. So 
You can read all the books you want about how to ride a bike. You're not going to be able to ride a bike. You've got to jump on the bike and ride it. So I know for me, I do a lot of video and it's something that I have to admit, I learn a lot. I learned a lot about photography and videography early on, but I've kind of got rusty there. So what am I doing? I'm going back and I'm reevaluating everything from the lights to the cameras I'm using, to the angles, to un better understanding videography so that I can create better video. But at the end of the day, I've got to do it. I've got to practice it. And there is learning through books and there is learning through action. So you got to make sure that you're getting it out there and practicing. When you do something with the walkthroughs, it's sometimes it feels a little bit odd, but understand that Yes, even high-level athletes. They were talk, I was reading about the Golden State Warriors. And whenever they actually, before they got really good, one of the things the new coach did when he came in is he's like, let's get back down to the basics. Let's do our drills. Let's make sure that we are getting the basics correct. And for a lot of multi-million dollar you know, athletes, they were like, I'm too good. You know, what are you talking about? I'm a veteran. I've been in this league for 10 years. Why would I be doing something that I used to do when I was 16, when I was 14, when I was 10? But it really comes down to is you've got to do the reps. You've got to do the work because you do learn through the action. Next up, tip number four, choose the right niche. Now, if you, you gotta, and here's where you gotta be honest with yourself. What do you want? Do you want money? Do you wanna be in and around nature? Do you want time with your kids? Because that's gonna have a big, make a big decision on where you should actually focus in on solving those problems. Now, passion, I get it. People say, follow your passion. Honestly, I think that's a bunch of BS because you develop passion after you've developed the expertise and you can become passionate about anything. To be honest, I'm not that passionate about clothing. It's funny coming from a guy in the men's style industry, but I'm interested in helping men using clothing as a tool to get what they want out of life. I love helping them leverage the science of style and I get to bring in my background and clothing is just the vehicle that I help men achieve their goals. And that's what I get excited about, working with these guys, talking with these guys, and seeing them go out there and do these things. So if money is truly what you love and that's your focus, nothing wrong with that, be honest with yourself, then get in the finance industry because guess what? It's close to the money or work with businesses directly that are in the finance industry. Because when you're close to the money, there is more to be made there, all things being equal. Now, if you are really big and you want to spend more time with your kids, uh, maybe look at doing something in that industry. And yes, you can still be, uh, you can achieve great success and make good money in industries, which many people view as, oh, well, how can you make money there? Because you become the best. You become great at what you're doing. My wife, she specializes in teaching families how to create multilingual households, which is valuable to a lot of people. And it's something that enables her to spend a lot of time with our kids, studying, reading, and engaging with them. And it's, it's pretty much work for her. Now, if you love the outdoors and you love photography, well, bring in the whole outdoor photography thing, maybe specialize in fashion, specializing in remote shooting locations. Now, think about that. You just niche down and for a lot of people that want to do a fashion shoot and they want it in an area that maybe no one has seen, they have a really cool backdrop, but they don't know where to go. You've got all these areas around the world or maybe even in your country or state scouted out and you basically guarantee a backdrop and a background that has never been seen before and it's going to wow people. And you specialize in getting people out there, transporting them. You know, you take care of all of those details, you make it and, and that's your specialty. And the coolest part about all of this is when you specialize down 
and you get that right, it's actually, I think, easier to do. Now, tip number five, share your work and expertise. So a lot of people are scared to do this, especially knowledge workers or people that, you know, somehow we fear that someone is going to steal what we're doing. And that will happen, especially if you're good. But they're not really stealing it because if they're a DIY or if there's someone that would steal stuff and then not pay for it, they weren't going to pay for your, your service anyway. Instead, what happens is your stuff gets all over and poor qualities of it, you know, bastardized, excuse my language, but you know, bad versions of it are out there. And in a sense, they're advertising for you. And I never fight a backwards battle. Yes, I try to protect myself and we occasionally will put logos down in the bottom of our images, but I knew people would steal them on the web. But at the end of the day, the people that really want that, they're going to, they're going to reach out to me and they're going to want to do work with me and they're going to see my services. So never fight that backwards battle and look at it as when you share your work, you share your expertise, you're in a sense putting your portfolio out there. And someone that wants to hire you at a high ticket, they're going to want to see this because they want to reduce the risk of hiring you. And when they can see that portfolio of work, it pretty much becomes a no brainer. Now, let's talk about actually getting that, getting that hire. And here's where it's not about so much what you know, it's who you know. And I'm not going to say that who you know is more important than what you know, but I am going to say that they work together and that they they are not mutually exclusive here. So you need to focus in on both. And so many people go one route or the other. Most people focus down and think, I just need to be really smart and they will find me. Or other people say, I'm just going to put myself out there and I'm going to fake it till I make it. No, you need to go for a balance. You need to have the expertise and you need to be building the contacts and the network. Get yourself out there. Uh, Now, a key part of this is making yourself referable. I've talked about this before. I've got a whole video and definitely in the show notes over at realmenrealstyle.com forward slash episode 112. I'm going to link over to this. Uh, But you want to have a way to make yourself referable. And the way I do it is I explain to people what problem I solve. And whenever I state the problem, They agree that this is a problem out there. And then I explain how I solve that problem. So they may not remember me, my name. Now, because my name is arbitrary. Think about that. Antonio. Why do I look like an Antonio? No, I mean, there's tons of Antonios out there that don't look, most of them don't look like me. And the point is, is our names are hard for people to remember because it makes no sense with who, who that person is. But when people understand the problem you solve and how you do it, All of a sudden, when they talk to somebody who has that problem, even a month from then, they're like, you know, I met this guy. I met this woman. And all of a sudden, they they feel great making that introduction or pointing that person to you because I just remembered the problem and the solution that that person had there. All right, guys, I'm going to interrupt you really quick because I want to let you know about a podcast I'm proud to introduce you to. My friend Jordan Harbinger has now started The Jordan Harbinger Show. And guys, this is a new podcast, but this guy's been podcasting for 11 years over at The Art of Charm. He's now moved on to something new, and I want you guys to go check him out and support him. A great friend of mine, I just had breakfast with him and his wife in San Diego, and I am excited to see him going off on his own. Now, this podcast, if you like self-improvement, if you like to be entertained, if you like to have fun, but at the same time, become a better man, become a better person, you are going to love what Jordan Harbinger is all about. And this one is more for the, you know, it's not just for guys. 
has. His show is for anyone that wants to basically listen to interviews and be able basically to improve themselves, to be able to cultivate resilience, uh, grit, how to handle uncertainty, instability, how to protect your mindset that you're performing at the top of your game. If you like that kind of stuff, guys, you are going to love The Jordan Harbinger Show. So go find them over on iTunes. Just type in The Jordan Harbinger Show, do a quick search, or go to jordanharbinger.com. But I think if you go to Google, just type it in, it will pop up. You can also look for it on SoundCloud, on Stitcher. Guys, go check them out. Amazing show and a great guy. Tip number seven, you need to connect. Now, I talked about this, you know, sort of in that last point, but let me let me go into this more. You need to be going to live events. Nothing substitutes for live events. You need to show up to the right conference events. They're all over the place. Yes, it's extra work. Yes, there is a cost to it. And yes, it's hard to measure the return. But I go to live events all the time and I get huge return. Now, I do show up prepared. I've actually looked at the attendee list. Oftentimes, they post it online. I've done research who's going to be there and I identify who I'm going after even before and I'm sending out emails, you know, trying to connect with these people before I even show up. Now, you don't have to go to live events just to meet people. You could put together a mastermind. The best masterminds are the ones that you put together because you can control who's in it. Next up, you could host meetings. You could actually host an event. Yes. You know, I, I was just talking with a woman and she's going to be going out to Boise, Idaho over at Craft and Commerce that Convert Kit Throws, which is a great conference, by the way, especially if you do email marketing or you've got a small business. But I was saying, you know, you're a local right there in Boise. When I flew to Boise last year for this conference, I didn't know really what to do in this town. And if you had an event the night before and just reached out to people and said, hey, I'm just having a, I'm having a party here at this event. It's going to be fun. It is, you know, put on by this restaurant. Uh, everyone's paying their own drinks, which people don't mind. So it doesn't cost you anything. You're just the organizer and boom, you show up and you make things happen. And I can tell you, restaurants love it. When you bring in 50 people who are buying drinks, buying food, you know, it's, it's not a big deal. You don't have to front everything yourself, but you could, and then you could make it a sponsored event if you had your own company. Wink, wink, makes a lot of sense, right? But you could also do this online as well. There are so many options here. But getting back to the point, becoming a high-paid expert, double your salary with no degree. You do this by making sure that you go out there and you specialize in solving those burning problems. You don't even have to leave your company. When you can specialize in solving that burning problem, you can find a new position in your company, which pays more because companies pay for problem solvers, not for people that need to be told what to do. You can go find maybe another job. You could do side work on the weekends as a, as a high-paid consultant. There are so many different options for you here. But again, if you solve burning problems and you have a clean offer, you, you basically are open for business. And this could be just simply, hey, here's my pay, here's my PayPal email. You know, that's, that's an invoice. You could give them your address. Send me a check. Yes, it's old school, but it still works. So don't feel that you need to do all these other, you know, crazy things to get a business set up, business cards. I mean, that's nice. But when you cleanly and clearly can express how you solve that problem, I don't care about your business card. I care that you can competently see that to the end and I'm ready to hire you. So take this, you know, I, I encourage you, please take massive action. Sound good? All right. If you want the show notes, they're over at realmenrealstyle.com forward slash episode 112. Thank you for listening to the Personal Image System Podcast. If you would like more information on men's style, business communication, and grooming, 
go check out realmenrealstyle.com. There, you're going to find my free eBooks and our premium courses to help you take action on the information that will improve your life. I'm Antonio Centeno, and until next time, stay stylish. Stay stylish.